0: Love, talk, radio. Oh, it's that time again.
1: My sisters, women in ministry, preachers, teachers, leaders, you must be on the battlefield for the Lord because it is a battle. I don't know who told you that the race was going to be easy, was going to be uh, just peaceful, but sometimes you got to get on and fight for what God has called you to do tonight. It's going to be a high time. I know Real Talk usually talks about practical issues, life, relationships, but this week is for my sisters in ministry. Tuesday night, if you missed it, my goodness, go listen to the archives. We had Martha Manizzi, LaShawn Pace, Sherry Addison, and my wonderful co-host, Dr. Naima Johnston. That show was powerful. Martha Manese ministered to those who are afraid to let go of the old and press towards God's new thing. She gave you a word of encouragement. Listen to the archives. LaShawn Pace, she sang for us and prayed for the men and women Uh, in ministry and sherry addison gave us a verse sang a verse so sweet of one more sunny day listen to those archives from tuesdays but tonight we're talking about women in ministry and we're focusing on women preachers teachers leaders and we're here to strengthen encourage you and press you forward to what god has already called you to do i am a woman in ministry i have been licensed since 201 and let me tell you In that short time, I have seen some things, have uh, lost my faith sometimes and wanted to give up. But as that song just said, I'm on the battlefield. and So I had to put on my war clothes. I had to get up and fight because one thing I did, I promised the Lord that I would serve him until I died. So I would be just stand flat-footed on whatever direction he calls me in. So tonight is going to be a powerful night. I just want to say hello to everyone who is in the chat, who is coming to chat. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Say hello to all of our Blog Talk friends, the new ones and the familiar ones. We have 1,357 friends now. We are just just so humbled and honored to have all those people joining Real Talk and reaching out. I'd like to say hello to domestic diva, Bill English, Thrive and Balance. Woman Act Now Radio with Anna McCoy, who is going to be on here uh, late on March 31st, talking about women in business, and I'd like to say hello to the Diamond Coach, uh, who has a wonderful show on Wednesdays uh, at 6.30, uh, and Spike Spielberg, of course. I love him dearly. He encourages all of us every single night at 9 p.m., the Spike Spielberg show uh, you think it's about movies but he gives you motivation throughout for the week and so we like to say hello to Spike Spielberg and of course TC JFJ live he is a godsend he is he helps real talk in our technical issues and our music department and this morning i could not find two songs well i found them and they would not load to my computer and i just emailed TC and he was right on it so we like to say a special thank you to TC of JFJ Live, who sent me over two powerful songs that I know are going to bless you later on in the show. And so we're just going to get started. Again, our topic tonight is women in ministry. Uh, we're talking to preachers, teachers, and leaders tonight. Tuesday, we talked, to, uh, talked about women in music ministry, so check that show out. And tonight, we have three phenomenal women, uh, faith-filled, focused, and Holy Ghost-filled women, preachers, pastors, teachers. We have Pastor Sebastia Bray. She was on here uh, in January and December for our pre shows. And since then, the Lord has blessed her to become pastor of Hill Street Christian Church. She's going to talk to us and co host with me throughout the night. Then we have Dr. Linda Bede uh, from Seattle, Washington, and then Reverend Cassandra Gray. And we also have our Tell Us and 10 uh, Sisters in Business Spotlight tonight. And it is going to be none other than Sharp Vet Mitchell. She is one of Blog Talk uh, Radio's most uh, put-together, well-refined uh, host. And if you listen to her show on Tuesday, her shows run so well. Everything you see on Real Talk, I looked, I, I watched. She is like a salad mentor, the Charvette Mentor Show. She's going to come and tell us about her business. So it's going to be a faith, fun-filled show. And right now we're going to uh, bring on Pastor a Bray. And she, like I said she was on here for our December pre-shows and in January but she's back again and she's going to talk about women in ministry so we like to welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White Pastor Savaskia Bray Hello Savaskia. Hello woman of God I am glad to be on the Tanya White show yeah. I know why <laughs> it's going to be awesome tonight 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 I just feel it I'm just hyped oh, up. I feel it. I feel it. I
2: feel the Lord's spirit just beginning to saturate the atmosphere.
1: I know you're right. I'm trying Amy. to contain myself. Don't contain yourself. If you ooh, go ahead and take us into prayer, just to start the show out for those who are coming, because I know this is going to be a, a show of warfare, and some people who need to be here, the devil's going to try to stop them. But won't you just pray before we get started, and just set the saturate it even more with your pain. Amen, okay. amen. I-, I love to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus,
2: Lord, we just thank you for what you have already adorned in these next two hours on this show, God. We just ask you to Begin to set the atmosphere, God, as we pour into these women of God. Lord, somebody is looking for a word on this show tonight, God. Father, God, I ask you to use every servant, every minister, every leader, God, that you've called on the airwaves tonight, God. Let your Holy Spirit, God, begin to pour out, God, and begin to fill the vessels up, God. Lord, God, we are believing, God, that somebody just may be safe
3: this yes, God. evening,
2: God. Father God, we are praying, God, that somebody can be touched by the power of Amen. your holy word, God. Father God, we are praying, God, that deliverance can take place this evening, God, through the airwaves, God. Lord, we feel your spirit right now, God. I ask you right now and in the name of Jesus, God, just to get the filter through the airways, God, begin to call those gods who decided maybe I don't need to hear any words mm-hmm. tonight, God. Mm-hmm. I ask you right now, God, begin to touch their minds, God. Begin to call them back to you, only you, God, through your sweet
1: Holy Spirit, God. We receive it right now in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Savasca Bray. If you just joined us, Real Talk is doing some Real Talk tonight. But we're talking about women in ministry. Everything you see about Real Talk with Tanya White, TanyaWhite.com, it rests on a solid foundation for my love and commitment to God. I am a a licensed minister, but God has called me to reach the masses. So I'm very practical. I'm, I'm very approachable. And I talk Real Talk. That is my assignment. So tonight, the show is going to take a spiritual turn, but I I guarantee you, you will be blessed. You may not be a woman in ministry, but you know a woman in ministry, a woman who's struggling to uh, accept her call, a woman who's struggling with staying uh, com- committed to the Lord, a woman who is just about to give up. This show is going to be for her and you. Yes. So if you know someone, call her right now. Tell her to call 347-215-6446 or tune in at Talk Radio dot com backslash real talk with Tanya White because we're gonna talk some real talk tonight but it's gonna be Amen. about women in ministry so Pastor Bray yeah my goodness yes. since you you were on here last God has taken you higher would you like to yes. tell the audience yes I would I, I tell you I uh,
2: first of all I you know I, last time I was on the show with one of your sisters they came out with this horrific thirty uh, second mm-hmm. introduction. <laughs> I said that I was going to go, yeah, Danielle, shout out to Danielle, that I was going to work on my 30-second introduction. So I just want to say that I am sold out, sanctified, servant of the Almighty God, because mm -hmm. God has called me to be a blessed and highly favored woman. He's called me in such a way that I may equip those through leadership, through discipleship, through mentorship. Those who are looking for a transformed life. God has called me to set the captives free. God has called me to tear down the kingdom of darkness. Mm -hmm. God has poured in me in such a way that I ain't afraid. Mm -hmm. I am empowered. And I am ready to stand steadfast and unmovable by his grace and by his power and by his spirit. I decree
1: it. In the name of Jesus. Yes. And I ditto everything she just said. This Savaski is uh, not just my new pastor, praise the Lord, uh, praise but she is a friend, a confidant. We have been on the battlefield for the Lord since it God has led our path and crossed our path since I think it was 2000. So I uh, fired yes. up Phil and she's not afraid and I ain't afraid either. So God just joined two unafraid sisters
3: who are ready
1: to snatch back those who are lost and who are depressed and downtrodden. And just know that even being a woman in ministry, we may not quote one scripture to you, but God will have us minister in a practical way and you will feel unconditional love. You will feel motivated, empowered. And then you will say, what is different about you? And that will be the door opening for me to talk about the Lord and pray with you. But, uh, is just so so much being a woman in ministry, and so Sebastian we got some questions I want you to answer. We have yeah. three three guests on here. You're gonna co-host with me, but I want to ask you some particular, specific questions before uh, our first guest comes on. Uh, explain your journey again about becoming accepting your call into ministry, what your ministry is, and you know some of the struggles. Yeah, because everybody thinks it's this peachy king. Once you say, okay, Lord, I surrender all to you, and I'm going yeah. mean to do what you're to do. Oh, yeah,
4: that. yeah.
2: Well, first of all, I think uh, when we look at the word ministry, you know, God has called indeed all of us to ministry. Yes. Yeah. And when God called me into ministry, the first thing the Lord was doing, God was calling me closer to him. Yeah. He was calling me closer to him that I may go through a process of sanctification. Mm-hmm. There were some things that God had to process me in in order that I was going to be able to reach this assignment and this call that's on my life. God calls us all, first of all, to ministry.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But that call involves us surrendering and getting close to God. So when God called me closer to him, as I had that dating relationship, Mm-hmm. When I begin to fall in love with God yeah.
1: for the that's very right first it. time, mm-hmm. for
2: real. Uh, that's Not real just go to church, right, there. right? Not
1: just go no. to church. No,
2: no, no. This is laying down in prayer and, and listening to the Holy Spirit lead me and guide me. And as I drew on God, then he drew me closer to his word. Yes. And as I drew closer to his word, and I was able to grow and process and develop and understand what my true assignment was in the kingdom, Yes.
1: yeah, yeah. And
2: taking on that assignment in the kingdom to be that builder, to be that visionary, uh, to be that power shifter,
1: yeah God yeah. let
2: me uh-huh, mhm, God let me know that. He had called me to do
4: something very, very
1: special, mm-hmm. and he let me know that could nobody do it like Savaskia. that and see that's it that's a great segue because I know when I first uh accepted my call, it was in two thousand mm-hmm. but i didn't I didn't you know announce it or go talk to my pastor then about it yes. until yes. months later because uh-huh. it is a process. people think, okay, it's like God tells you in this immediate thing, no. It took me uh, years, probably now that I think about it, just to even accept it, and then uh, 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 and then walk in it. And then, like you said, it's a process. You have to change your mind. You have to really find out who you are in this next level of where God wants you to be. Because one yeah. thing I know, <laughs> when I first started, uh-huh. I thought I had to I had to be like every everybody else. I had to fit this cookie cutter mold. Right. And you that thought you had to was, be framed by other people. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: yes. And that uh-huh. was
1: so frustrating. I felt so inadequate many times. I felt intimidated. I felt like, okay, God, I don't want to do this. But when, uh-huh. like you said, when you you start building that relationship with God, God tells you you don't have to be like nobody else yes. but who I designed you uniquely to be. And when I, when I accepted that, it was so freeing. Did that happen to you?
2: Yes it was very free and 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 honestly, Tanya, I've always seen myself totally different. Mm-hmm. I've always seen myself set apart. I never saw myself as the status quo. Right. I never fit in with the clique, okay right. i always there was always something different about me that just didn't fit in with the norm. Yeah. There was something special about me that that even I had to grow to understand why God had. Arranged me like he did and and I believe he does that for every woman, not right. myself, but I'm just yes. talking about my journey but mm-hmm. but what I discovered hmm. uh, because of the the uniqueness and the and the individuality that a woman uh can be the 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 strongness and the the giftedness that that God has put in every woman yes. when she really comes to know her purpose in her identity of
4: who God truly called her to be. Yeah, yeah. It will shake mm-hmm.
2: the very foundations yeah. of people. Because of people. they can't understand My God. how
4: is this
2: Happen. that this woman uh-huh. is able to do what she does, mm-hmm. because it's no longer me; right. it's the Christ that lives in me yes. that enables me. And so I learned right away that I
1: was not going to be a carbon copy nor a copycat. Yes, Lord. <laughs> okay. God said, "You are fearfully and wonderfully made." I had to, I had to grasp hold to that and really understand yeah. that, because when you try to do the copycat ministry or have a Uh copycat spirit because it is, it's really scary because everybody's call is different, but society makes us, pushes us and tries to say, if you're not like this, then you're not doing right. So it takes a lot of strength, a lot of prayer, and surrounding yourself with people who are bold enough to say, you don't have to be like that. And so when you do that, you have to be, like you said, strengthen yourself in the Lord, and when you do that, It's like you develop a so-what spirit. And I had to develop that, and I had to be in tune with the Lord. Because you have to understand that
2: people will try to mold you Uh and make you the way they want you to be. Yeah. You know, and that's what's wrong with the body of Christ right now. It's because of the the, the imitators Mm -hmm. and all the people that we are uh, producing. Mm, My God. The people that are coming out into the ministry. Mm. My my my! Don't speak. This is real talk.
4: <laughs> the people that are,
2: you know, the people that are coming out in the ministry are, are somehow coming out in a form of godliness, mm-hmm. but they are not really being spirit led by the Spirit mm-hmm. because what they're doing is getting caught up and getting pocky in the commercialism mm-hmm. of the church. Yeah. Uh, this is this. You know, I've got a drive the best car gotta oh, live no. in the, the best home i gotta wear these type of clothes. not to say that you can have none of that mm-hmm. but that does not make you a servant
1: yeah, of yeah. the most high yeah
2: god that does not validate you as a woman as ministry is your spirit yeah. right yeah can you love me when i'm nasty anyway mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. can you be kind to me when i'm unkind to you anyway mm-hmm. you know where is the authenticity of the love that the body of christ is supposed to reflect to dogs yeah. can you reach down yeah. and minister to somebody on the street that 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 doesn't
1: have the clothes that you have on or don't look like you look or smell like you look i don't, I don't even know god want to know god but ministry right. is like you said showing love and sometimes we've forgotten that jesus is love god is love and when you don't display love you are never ever going to bring somebody into the kingdom what you're going to do is push them away if you just joined us we're talking about women in ministry the men the myths the misunderstandings we have pastor savaskia bray on right now in just a few okay. moments we're going to bring dr linda b from seattle washington but before that uh so I, feel, I want to talk about some myths. I came up with some myths, yes. like twelve yes. myths. We may not get through them, but we're gonna we're gonna go through them. And you yeah, have some myths about also. That. And uh-huh. you said one thing on here. Let's just start with my number one. Be that this is a myth that women in ministry and men, but we're talking about women because it's women's uh-huh. money. Being okay. you, if you believe this myth that being serious about walking in my ministry when I walk in my ministry, it's gonna make me live holy and be right before God. Some people get in the ministry because it's going to make them live right. What do no. you say about that? <laughs> no, it, that's a mess. It, it's
2: not. It, it ain't about serious.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: about dying to the flash. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's about surrendering to you know everybody's got their thing. You know what yours is. Mm-hmm. And it's about self sacrificing it's about a transformation of your mind that Paul talks about in, in Romans. It's about a surrendering and a sacrifice that mm-hmm. you're willing to die to the flesh. Mm-hmm. That is, and you, you realize that when God called you, if he's called you to ministry, and if he's called you to a higher anointing, then he don't
1: call you to ministry unless he's called you to holiness. Yeah, and you have to be living the holy Yes. Life, cause it's a lifestyle. It's not something I'm gonna do just while I'm in church. No. If you're not doing that, when get you license. walk, yeah, right.
2: I don't get license and decide I'm gonna be holding that Yeah, yeah, no. It doesn't work like that. If he uh, called you on that level, when he called you to sanctification, he called you to go through the yeah. process because you've been called to holiness.
1: Yeah. So we better go to the next one because we'll stay. Uh, yeah, that's that's a whole nother show. But just remember uh-huh. that is a myth. You will already be living, right. That's uh, right. uh, be living right, be living sanctified uh-huh. life, and yeah. willingly doing so. It won't be a chore. It won't be something that, oh, I have to do. Well, let's go no. to another one. Let's go to another one. Uh, I got on here. My gifts uh-huh. and anointings will be affirmed and acknowledged when I announce my call.
2: Oh, no. Hmm. A
1: myth.
2: A myth. <laughs> <laughs> That's why people get really mess messed up, because... Uh, first of all, looking for affirmation Yes. Uh, and understand that gifts come without repentance, yes. meaning, you know, what I teach them is that you see this person is singing or uh, playing or preaching and, and people get messed up because they see the gift and they begin to affirm them. I don't know. I'm going back to that holiness mm-hmm. thing because, The gift and that anointing does not uh, ratify that that person is holy. That's right. Okay, because you will know them by their fruit.
1: That's it.
2: So back to the affirmation, people will will make the mistake of affirming people with gifts uh, and anointing. Mm -hmm. People make the mistake of doing that, but also people don't look for people to affirm you. In your gifts and your anointing as well, right. it, it's really a two—it's a two-sided coin. Right. Because people are mess you up by lifting you up.
1: Yeah. Right. By we talked your about gifts. that Tuesday. We talked about uh, right. people get caught up in the accolades instead right. of uh, being anointed with a fresh anointing by the Father in exactly. heaven. Exactly. So
2: it's a two coin question because people raise you up and you, now you messed up. Yeah. And then again, on the flip side of that. People can see your gift and anointing. They won't give you no affirmation.
1: Oh, Lord, that's a whole nother show that we're going to talk about because in, in the summer, Real Talk with Tanya White is going to have right. first Sundays, and we're going to be talking it's about really, But I guess to close that up, don't even look for anyone to affirm you. Yeah. Uh, when you go
2: out on this small, don't even, you know, uh, you just want to make sure you bring bringing glory to God.
1: That's it. That's you want to make sure.
2: Is your daddy, please.
1: You know, Yeah, that's what I want to make sure I'm doing. That's a good segue. Before we bring on Dr. Linda Bede from Seattle, Washington, we're going to take um, a brief break because really when you are really living for the Lord and doing what he's called you to do, uh, fulfilling the ministry that he has over uh, your life, then really Uh nothing else matters unless you're serving Jesus, living Jesus, and I'm going to play Marvin Sapp. This is what got me through my first, when I first announced my call, this song, Nothing Else Matters, 2001, I'm telling you, laying on my in my apartment, and I was trying to understand what God wanted me to do, and then Marvin Sapp came with this song from his CD called Nothing Else Matters. So we're going to play that, and then we're going to have Dr. Linda Bede coming forth, and so just listen and let this song minister to you as well.
4: Praise God.
0: So many pressures and lies And so many reasons to throw in the towel But when I feel like I'm losing this fight. Consolation from heaven comes clearly to me, to remind, you remind me, me, to me, to me, to remind me that, me that me nothing me else matters than seeing you, Jesus, seeking Jesus. the man. The one who reigns over my life, Nothing else matters Than seeing you, Jesus Just to sit at your feet Hear your voice clearly Lift me out of for you I can it reminds me that nothing else, nothing else matters Oh nothing so many rivers to cross and the so many mountains discouraging you Just don't focus on yesterday's loss Consolation from heaven will come clearly to you Consolation from the Father It will come to you Consolation from the Father It will come to you to remind nothing else matters than seeing you Jesus oh Lord seeking the master the one who reigns over my life nothing else matters oh yeah than seeing And nothing else, nothing else matters. Broken before you, I need to receive a presence from heaven. And I will not leave till you touch me, oh Lord, I bring you. I need you every day with all of my heart, heart. Oh, that you are all I ever wanted You're all
1: Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about women in ministry, the men, the myths, and the misunderstandings. We haven't got to the men. We talked about the myths, but you just heard Marvin South. Nothing even matters. That song got me through many of nights when I was confused, depressed, uh, doubting what God wanted me to do. That was 2001 before he just came on the scene would never would have made it. He was ministering to me through that song because he said just to sit at uh, the master's feet and hear his voice clearly speak. It lifted me out of defeat, and I found out that I was complete in Jesus. If you have just joined us, we're taking a spiritual turn. I know Real Talk talks real talk about practical issues, but this week we're talking about women in ministry. Uh, I am a woman in ministry, and um, there are so many men myths and misunderstandings that I have to battle. I want to bring back on my co host Pastor Sebastian Bray. Yes, I am um, here. All right, Ready. All, all right. We're waiting for Dr. Bede, and I'm hoping that she is this one one one. So let us click her on and see if okay. this is Dr. Bede. Dr. Bede? I'm here. Hello. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. How are you? I'm,
5: I am blessed. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, no Hello, Dr. Bead.
5: Hello, hello, hello! You had me on fire. I didn't know if I could sit or if I was going to have to run around the room for a while. I
2: just to mm-hmm. run because so that's what I'm about to do.
1: <laughs> Listen, Doctor Bede, we want to, we we want you to. Ble- I know you're going to bless us, but tell us before uh, we get into the meat of some of this stuff who you are in your own words and your pathway to uh, becoming a woman in ministry, a doctor, no doubt. Mm-hmm.
5: What I say simply is this: I am a woman who is totally, totally, totally in love and sold out for God. Mm-hmm. And because right. of that, and because of that love affair with Him, He has blessed me to strive to be the best wife, the best mother, the best person at whatever it is that He has called me to set my hand to in His name. Amen.
1: Uh-huh. He'll do it. Amen.
3: Uh-huh. Amen. That's
1: wonderful. Dr. B, you're from Seattle. I Man, am. Whether you're in Seattle, California, Louisville, I bet the myths, the men, and the misunderstandings are kind of the same for women in ministry. <laughs> we all have a story. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So let's go to, uh, I don't I don't even know, after that song, I messed up. So um, let's talk about some myths, Dr. B. B. Eda. Okay. That you have encountered personally. Give us three myths about women in ministry, and particularly educated uh, women in ministry.
5: Oh, we don't have that kind of time today, but I'm a <laughs> give us on a it. snippet. <laughs> and again, whenever I speak to people, one of the things that I'm very, very clear about is that I give the information based on my own experience
3: mm-hmm.
5: and mm-hmm. having gone through theology school, uh, having been there, seeing the challenges, initially it was not an issue. As I progressed, I did start to see some mindsets change. Mm -hmm. When I began to teach, I really saw the change in mindsets in terms of many of my students were pastors elders, reverends, what have you, who had been in the ministry 10, 15, 20 years, Mm -hmm. and you're coming into a class Mm -hmm. with this woman. Many of these men have come from denominations where women are set Mm -hmm. to the side. Mm -hmm. They are in total control. That was an Mm -hmm. issue. But
6: the Mm -hmm. school that I
5: was going to was not a denominational school, but you had people from an array of religious backgrounds you could see the issues. There were times when I was actually challenged in the classroom based upon the fact that I was younger than them mm. and the fact uh-huh. that I was a woman.
3: And yeah. sometimes
5: what's added to my issue is that I'm a small woman.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh-huh. So there's
5: there's the attempt at the intimidation factor, which doesn't work for me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, just, it,
5: no, um. it just doesn't work for me. So there are those challenges. Who are you? How dare you try to usurp my authority? I know more than you, and there probably were some men in there who did know more than who more than what I knew. But the point was, I am the authority in this classroom. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, and I had that same experience when I was teaching singles, men and women. Uh, I was, uh, like I said, I had many <laughs> challenges myself. Because I was, I love the Word of God, and I'm a teacher by profession, so I just love teaching the Word. And, you know, when people's uh, beliefs, traditions, the way they've been living is uh, exposed through the Word of God, and God convicts them, then you get those challenges. I remember one time I was challenged in Sunday school class doing a lesson, and I really Uh, had to quickly make, make, you know, remember, Lord, please, shelter me, because we are flesh and spirit. And uh-huh. the flesh time you just wanted to go for the jugular, uh-huh. <laughs> you, uh-huh. are a teacher. you have right. to set the example. So I clearly understand some of the things that you said, Dr. Bede, about uh, being challenged. And, you know, um, it can be a
5: challenge in terms of person to person. But one of the things that you said is so key, we have to remain prayed up. To- Mhm, so, so that challenge cannot become a confrontation.
1: Yes. Right. So there
5: are, you can allow that person to state their mind in uh-huh. in in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. But as that person Set an authority, and I don't mean authority with your foot on their neck, but right. because you are the presiding authority for that period of hmm. time you have to you have to respect their leadership.
3: Uh-huh. It
5: is. But As you, in that leadership position, you have to show leadership. And that doesn't mean that you have to beat them down. Right. right. It may have been really ugly to you. You But God will show you
1: how to respond and to let his light shine through you. And he did that in that instant. uh, Because you're right, you have to uh, see people's point of views. And and when Uh uh, the Lord took over, the Holy Spirit took over because I did, uh, you know uh-huh. comfort him In his
2: uh-huh. anger or
1: rage and That's right Eventually it start to settle down yeah. But uh, that's so It's like Lord After that that's when I went through A real battle of Lord did you call me To do this because if you did That's another mess that's right. that probably on my thing Then well, I wouldn't be going through this
2: That's right and then when you look at um, Just really submitting to authority mm-hmm. You know what Um the mantle that that person has, uh, there's different submissions of authority that we have to submit to, whether that's in the home. You know, we know the husband is ahead head of the wife. Whether you're submitting to authority on your job, you know, there's a structure and there's a format. And, Dr. B., you had the mantle. So you just have to be a woman, you know, and God gave it to you. And that's it. That's it. So they have to, you know, but I told you, uh, just being a um, First pastor of this woman um where I am now, being the first pastor of the church, I trust me, I had my challenges, but best mm. from you,
4: Dr. B. it's not my turn right now, <laughs> <laughs> but you you I think you're with me, yeah.
5: oh, I challenges. understand mhm,
4: so,
1: right. if you mm-hmm. want to call, you can call three, four seven, two, one, five. Six four four six. If you have anything uh, to share, and if you're online and want to share ask a question, please press one so we all know and see your hand uh, raised. Now I want to talk about how um, some tips that we can give women who are either just embarking on uh, really understanding the special, unique uh, call and ministry that God has for them, or those who have are on the verge of giving up and say, Lord, I don't want to do this no more or whatever. Uh, and let's start with you, Dr. B. What three tips can you give some a woman who is just embarking on the, because uh, it is can be overwhelming uh, to say, Lord, I surrender all, now what? You know? Mm-hmm. Here's the first thing that I would say, too, and this, this
5: is for women or for men. First of all, you have to understand that you have been called. Yes. Oftentimes Mm -hmm. what happens to individuals is that somebody said, well, girl, your daddy was a preacher, Mm. you know, your mama was an evangelist, and and this is what you should be. And people will pour that into you and pour that into you. And then what happens is we take on false identities.
3: Yes, We're hearing from man
5: rather than hearing from God. And so we do this because of the pressure, the suggestion, or we look at it from the, the clamor of it. Oh, I can mm-hmm. do this. If you're not called to do that, and you don't, and you don't know if you haven't heard, if you don't know that you know that you know that you know, leave it alone. I know that's right. Leave mm-hmm. that alone, because there are certain things. Now, I am a youth minister. You really have to be called to that. Mm-hmm. Yes, you Thank do. I'm you, Bless
1: you, Doctor B. Bless
5: you. You talk about the thankless ministry. Uh huh.
2: Yeah. And you
5: are never seen if you're going into it for notoriety and for glamour. You can forget Ooh. that because we will never oh, see Oh, you, you forget
1: that. That's another myth tip. on my list. That ministry is going to uh, make me satisfied and fulfilled, and I receive respect from my community, family, and church. That's a myth. Oh, that, that is, is so wrong.
2: Yeah.
1: And here's That's another a big
2: myth.
1: Here's Go another ahead. tip.
5: The tip. It's not understanding the call, Mm -hmm. not understanding what you required. It's not in. It is in believing that other people will understand the call.
1: Oh Lord,
5: oh no. You think, okay, Lord, you have called me. I hear you. You've shown me the vision. You show me where I'm to be. You have planted me here. So of course, since you've told me. I have figured out that you have told everybody else, and they are sitting there <laughs> waiting for me with open arms. Not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
1: Not so. No. And
5: as a matter of fact, as soon as you hit the door, they are throwing bricks at you. Yes,
1: geez. they
5: are defaming you. Your budget um, got yeah. cut. Mm-hmm. You have been blamed for this, 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 and this. And you're like, Lord. No, But what you have to understand, he who called you is going to sustain you.
3: Yes. Will it
5: hurt you? Yes. Often? Often. Will you cry? Often. Can you get through it? Yes, you can, as long as you keep your focus Mm -hmm. upon the one who has called you. See, we're not called in this for the notoriety. We're not called Mm -hmm. in this for the glamour. Mm -hmm. We're called in this because... There are souls on the other side of our obedience.
1: Yes, That's right.
5: And that is yes. the other thing: you have to be obedient to the one who has called you.
1: Well, ladies, Hi. we our lines are lit up and we have two hands raised. So let me go to a first one, two one four of Texas, uh, and put her on. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, two one four.
4: Good, good evening. Hello. Hi, um, I'm going to say I'm anonymous um, okay. in Texas, um, but I truly know someone from, from the bowels and depths of hell, and I knew, I wasn't raised in a Christian church, I, I knew nothing about Jesus Christ until God audibly called the name. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I know I'm unique and different, and I know, you know, that
3: <clears throat> what
4: it is to warfare. I have a lot of things in the natural, the Christian, that come up against me. And I believe I've tried everything until I'm blue in the face. Mm-hmm. What do you do? When, when you just you throw your hands up and you just you want to give up, but you know you can't because this time around for God's glory only, not not because you want to have a house or a husband or, or you want to look good or sound good a preacher. It's just simply for His glory because I can't go on for no reason other than that. But for the love of God, I, I, I need I need some words or some encouragement. Yes, yes. I think okay. right now. As as to, how do I go on from this point on when you don't want to go on, but you know what to do, and you know you can't go back. How do Maybe you go let me,
5: on? Let me give you this scripture, and this is something that keeps me going and keeps me going, and it's John fifteen sixteen. Now I'm going to paraphrase this, but it says, "You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I ordained you." and sent you forth that you are to bear fruit, and fruit that should remain. Mm-hmm. He yeah. chose you, baby. And what you have to understand is if they will crucify Christ, what more will they do to you? But here's what you have to understand. you got to get your eyes off of man. Mm-hmm. Man is going to, and when I say man, I'm talking about society in general. You're going to have challenges and what you're in what it is that you're going to do. Don't think that you're that what you're going to do for God is not going to meet opposition. Because if it were easy, we wouldn't have to be pulled into this sometimes. But what you also have to understand is because he chose you, he ordained you and everything that he needs for you to do for what he has called you to do is already in you. So, baby, you're going to lay your hand on yourself, and you're going to stir up that gift that God God has placed in you because he has given you the power. And, Father, we just thank you now that even though she remains anonymous to us, Father God, that you have already placed in her everything that she
4: has Uh, to do
5: in the name of Jesus. Father
4: God, we thank
5: you now that she does not have a spirit of fear and that she is going to walk in the authority that is hers, Father God, by the investment of you, Father God. She shall lift up her head, and no longer shall she cry for, Father God, that she is going to be purged, Father God, and she is going to walk according to the tenets, according to what you have called her to be. No more tears, no more tears, saith the Lord, but you are my daughter whom I have called, and the next tears that you shall shed, they shall be tears of joy. For you shall know my joy, daughter, and what doors I have opened, no man shall be able to shut. You shall come unto me, and you shall hear my voice, and you shall be lifted up, and you shall walk according to my tenets. No longer look for man to certify you, but look to me, for I am the one who have called you, and you shall be my witness, and you shall go out, and you shall touch, and you shall speak, and you shall be my light. Unto the world, and you will know that I am God.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Anonymous, I want you to call me at 502 836 9760 because I want to minister to you. Okay. I'm um, sorry. Let me, let me get that number one more time. I need to get it Okay. If you just join us, we're talking about women in ministry, uh, and this is what it is about. Okay, it's 502. Uh huh. 836 mm-hmm. 9760. This is Tanya White. Uh, uh, call me and I, I want to minister to you uh, over the phone, okay? Thank you, ladies, so much. But thank you for your courage to call in. I'm going to mute you out. Continue to listen because I believe that God has a blessing for you until the end of this show. Amen? Thank Amen. You. All right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Dr. Bede. Uh, this is a good segue for another song that blessed me. When I felt like anonymous, I felt like giving up. I didn't want to speak because uh, I just didn't want to do it. It's by Fred Hammond, and it's called "I Anoint Myself" because sometimes you just gotta lay hands on yourself. Are you in agreement, Doctor B? Let me see the thing. Oh, looks
4: like.
1: so <laughs> yes. I am here, girl. I don't. I don't know how you got muted, but yeah, we're gonna. Uh, that was ministry right there. No,
4: I, I, I heard everything.
1: Okay. That yeah. is the ministry, and that's why we're in, in ministry, to minister yeah. to women. That's what it is. And, and men, yeah. it's not about, because sometimes you feel just like that sister right there, but we, we know that oh, Dr. B's oh, prayer we do was fine. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. Divine, and it was yeah. uh, on time. And so if mm-hmm. you just joined us, so we're talking about women in ministry. We're going to take a brief break right now and listen to Fred Hammond's I Anoint Myself. Okay. All One, right. One, two, three.
0: What my journey held Most things I did not know But I was sure And believed the plan you gave Was so secure inside of me In latter of days I found Failure down And complacency came to full
1: you just joined us, we're talking about women in ministry. You just heard Fred Hammond, and I anoint myself. It says sometimes I've got to remind myself what I've been called to do, and that is to serve the Lord. You're going to feel like giving up. One of the verse says, passions come staring you in your face and saying, are you sure? But when that comes, you got to anoint yourself, your mind, your heart, your body. And say, God, I will serve you. I will do what you called me to do. Uh, mm. Let me put, bring my co-host back on. Uh, she might have to take over for a minute. Sevaska?
2: Yes, I am All here, right. Sonya.
1: And Miss Dr. All right. Bede. We are Dr. Having, is she back on? Dr. B, you still with us? Yeah, I had to click her on. Okay. It's taking a little time, but that's Okay. Uh, we have questions, hands raised. 501, I do see you, and I'm going to click you on. Uh, Block Talk is so wonderful, guys. Hello, yes, yes. Dr. B, you're back. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. 510, yes.
4: right.
1: 510 you're on Real Talk with Tanya White. Thank you for your patience. Hi. Hi,
4: this
1: is Wanda. Hi, Miss Wanda. Hi. Ms.
2: Wanda.
4: Hi. And once again, I'm just, uh, I'm really enjoying you guys. I wanted to comment on something, Doctor B said, one of the myths, and that is expecting
2: everyone else to understand your call.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And one of the hardest things for me was when I accepted my call to the ministry. I was young, so that was just a problem right there. Other than being a female, or being young, but also having
4: a leader that didn't understand things. Mm-hmm. Could not accept it. That was so hard
3: for yeah.
4: me. I, I, I remember thinking, oh, he's going to understand
2: it. He's going to be excited. And it was almost like devastating to think he really does not understand or appreciate what God is doing. Mm-hmm. What, what Was it understanding that you as a female called in ministry or are accepting females called in ministry? Because a lot of male pastors don't know how to father the spiritual daughters. That's one aspect. But then the second aspect of that could be: Does he receive women in ministry, so that we can yeah. answer you?
4: Yeah, it it was a little bit of both because okay, some you know, days he, he believed in the women in
2: ministry, and other days they were not. They were wrong. So he as he really just
4: struggled with tradition that was passed down. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I remember we would have female. Pastors and bishops come in and
2: he would bless us, and while they were there, he would be up there just cheering and rooting them
4: on. But when they would leave, mm. he would tell us how hard they were. <laughs> so, right, right, right. Now, we
1: know about that. I know yeah. about that, Miss Wanda. Yeah, I sure we, do. Yeah, we we've lived that. We've lived yeah. through that
2: age. That <laughs> that age. of and, and what I would, what I did, and and what I did all along in my ministry. That's why it's so important to have that relationship with Christ and to stay close to Christ in prayer and let the Spirit lead you because the Spirit will minister to you and let you know that, you know, it is God that called you to the ministry, okay? And knowing that God, whatever he calls you to, he's going to see you through, and he will make room for your gift. The Bible says that if, in fact, that is not where your gift is to be displayed, then God will open up another door for your gift. There is going to be many walks in life that people are not going to believe in what God is doing in your life. I lift it. But be sure of this. If the Spirit has notified you, I say by email. Okay, has told you that this is what you are supposed to do, then it's truly going to come to pass. But what you can't let anybody do is snatch that baby out of your spirit. You can't let anybody come in and try to hinder and detour what has already been spoken unto you. And how you do that is getting yourself around some other strong sisters, get an accountability group. So that you all can become in character for one another. But most important is staying close to the spirit. Because the spirit would never lead you nor stray you wrong. It don't matter what people saying. The spirit be letting you know, I got that and I got you. You see what I'm saying? You'll be fine. And, and when you listen to, because you, you got to hear the spirit. And if it contradicts what the spirit is saying, then you know where
5: that's coming from yeah. and what i would add to that wanda and to those who are listening is that again you have to know by the spirit that you have been called that's absolutely necessary mm-hmm. but what we also have to understand is that when we know by the spirit that we have been called it's not our green light to get ahead of god Oftentimes, people understand that there is a call, and they think it's time to jump and run headfirst into it. Mm-hmm. God may not be calling you to run just at that time. He may be calling us to say, "Now I'm going to prepare you." So there is a time of preparation. He may call you to continually be pre- be prepared in the place that you're at.
4: That's he fine. may
5: call you to move to this place. But the point is, we should never move ahead of God. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I agree with
4: that. I agree with that.
2: I was uh, last time McKinsey, um wrote a book, not without a struggle, and it talks about leadership development for the African American woman in ministry. One of the things that she says in there, what you just said, Doctor B, is "thou shall be prepared."
3: Mhm.
2: You know, we got to learn how to network. Um, we have to learn how to be a team player, how to empower one another, you know, how to be accountable, taking all of these, um, these principles and apply that. And, you know, I always use the, the, the phenomenal, uh, you think of the, mo- the movie, the matrix,
3: mm-hmm.
2: there was a red pill and there was a blue pill. The guy took the red pill, there was no turning back. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're in ministry. So you don't want to go before, you don't want to uproot, and you don't want to go before your time, because once you go, you can't go back.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: So Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're in line with the season that God is developing you in. And you will know and take the time to do. And I, I agree with you totally, Dr. B., that preparation time, will move you as you grow and develop that fruit because you're going to be much fruit will be needed. The fruit of the spirit is, you know, it's patience, it's long suffering, it's joy and and love. You're going to need all that fruit in order that you may deal with the many challenges
1: and aspects that come with with ministry.
3: But we we
1: have all, Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to say to those who are joining us now, we're talking about women in ministry, the misunderstandings and the men, and just know that the road is not easy. And like you said, we've said you have to surround yourself with uh, a circle of sisters and men, I must say, because I've had some brothers who have really encouraged me in my gift and my calling and been real brothers in the spirit. And so it's. It's it's very, it's very much so that we have to surround ourselves and then remember what God called us to do. Hey, Miss Wanda, do you have anything else to add? Was that a blessing? No, that's, that's
3: it.
1: To you? Well, thank, thank you so much for calling once again. I look forward to talking to you yes. next week, girly. Oh, thank okay. you. All right, sure. I'm going to mute you out. And, ladies, we've come to our uh, segment. It's all about Women's Month this month and encouraging sisters Every woman to overcome every issue, so that they can achieve every dream. And so we also have uh, a little segment called "Tell Us and T" and "Sisters in Business Spotlight." And so this week, uh, our Sisters in Business Spotlight is Miss Charvette Mitchell. She is a host of a, a phenomenal blog talk show herself, one that I, w- I had the pleasure of being on and one that I look for mentorship to see if I'm doing things right. She is the standard for Real Talk with Tanya White, so I'm so honored and blessed that she has come to share her business because she is a sister in the spotlight. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. Miss Charvette. I hope it's clicking on.
6: Hello, Tanya. How are you?
1: I am fantabulous today. How are you?
6: I- and wonderful, oh my goodness I'm blushing I'm blushing, Thank you so much for your kind words
1: oh th- those are' it's the truth it is the hello truth. Charvette. Hello, hello
6: to your esteemed panel. I've enjoyed <laughs> listening to to you all and certainly the the real time ministry that I've heard also
1: yes, yes, so tell us who you are and uh what your business is and oh, volunteerine okay. miss charvette
6: All right. I am charvette mitchell and i owner of Mitchell Productions, and Mitchell Productions uh, has kind of two sides, if you will. Uh, the first part of that is I design websites, so I create web that I cater to authors and artists and ministries and small businesses and life coaches and and all of that. So that's my primary kind of foundational um, business. Very excited about that. I um, offer economical and stylish websites because, Tanya, as you know, it is very critical to have web presence in this day and age. Listen,
1: listen, we're going to talk about that. I'm going to call Our show on the 29th is Girl, Handle Your Business." And it's going to talk about branding and website, so yeah. you might get an email to come I'm, back and talk about that. Well, okay? I certainly
6: would be glad because
1: I've it. been I've been saying it all along, and mm-hmm. it's just so refreshing to hear another sister say the yeah, same
6: thing. Yeah, you have about to.
1: That's good. End of your business.
2: Uh-huh. Yes,
6: you have to have web presence. So, uh, my goal is to push your business or service or ministry to the next level online with a website.
1: Great. Yes.
6: And then, of course, as you mentioned before, the Charvette Mitchell radio show, so very excited to um, be on Blog Talk as of a year um, this month. Congratulations,
1: you You hear my clap. Thank you,
6: thank you, very excited. Um, Before Blog Talk radio, I was on air in Richmond for about five months on a local Rejoice 1540 local gospel station, and then when... um, I looked at online and that you know I work with so many people online, and I have so many people just that you can reach such a broader audience and I yes. saw the blog talk um option uh for the show. I went that route and have not regretted a minute uh of it yet, and it's just been phenomenal. The goal of the show is to motivate excite and influence, and just like you do, Tanya, bring on celebrities and non celebrities and just anybody, everybody that can motivate, excite or influence people so that's really that's my cool. goal.
1: Let me tell you, Charvette Mitchell's show, like I said, it is the standard for real talk. With Tanya White, she okay. has had Susie on, she has had uh, Thelma from Good Times, she has had so many people, and every single show does exactly what it's designed to do: ignite, influence, right. and what else?
6: Motivate. And motivate. You got it. Thank you. And All right.
1: This show comes on Tuesdays.
6: Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we come on live, and, then, of course, you can check out the on-demand and the, all of the archives. Um, you can listen if you're on Blog Talk. Of course, check out uh, the blog talk, um, www.blogtalk.com forward slash Mitchell productions, or they can go to my official website and go to Mitchell hyphen productions.com. There's a radio page there, so that could be easier for some people.
1: And if you in chat, Miss Charvette, you can put it in chat. chat. Wow. Sure. Is there anything else you want to share about your your business or about the show tonight? What's coming up on? Your show.
6: Sure. So um again anyone that may need a website check me out at wwwmitchell Um and then my upcoming show this coming Tuesday is my third segment in Influential Women in Ministry and mm. I have ambassador Dr. Cindy trim
1: who oh wow. uh,
6: yeah will be you on the show. You see why she
1: is the standard for real talk. <laughs> Do you see ladies and gentlemen? Cindy Trim, I heard her, a woman on the front line in 2005. Wow. When I say phenomenal,
6: Wonderful. phenomenal. Yeah, I always think it, it's awesome, too. A lot of times we, we see people in ministry either on TV or it could be your local pastor or local evangelist, wow. and you don't actually get to talk to them. So I, I think that's what's really key is that with the interview, you get to hear their heart, and you get yes. to make that's that personal nice. connection and that they're human just like you. So that's that's yeah. really why I like doing this.
2: That's, that, that's a personal touch. Yeah. And see them out of, see
6: out of sight of their, the pulpit. Mm-hmm. It makes As a
4: difference. It does. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. Charvette, do
1: you find when you're you're going to book? Uh, because you know, like I said, you are the standard. So you you ignite, influence and motivate me to reach for the stars. Oh. So when I I'm like okay they may be on my show. <laughs> and, when I, and when I reach out to ask them and they say yes, it's like wow. Yeah. Do you find that sometimes like, wow. Yeah. You know what,
6: Tanya, when
4: I first
6: thought about doing radio i was sitting and i was listening to some other um not even on blog talk some other internet radio shows and Mm -hmm. they were the person was interviewing like master p and just all of these people and i'm telling you the truth i'm not lying it sounded like the person was chewing chicken and drinking a pepsi while they were doing the interview and i was like why does this sound so crazy and i was just sitting there scratching my head like how are they getting these big major people, and I'm scratching my head, and I'm trying to figure it out, and God said to me very simply, they asked. They asked. That's add. all. That
1: is my motto. Mm-hmm. Just that's add. all.
6: They asked, and, and anyone that's supposed to be on my show, meant to be on my show, when I have sent mm-hmm. the request, it has come through quickly. Very, very quickly, relatively with no problem, and if mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be on the show, well, then that's if, if I have a lot of, you know, turmoil, a lot of back and forth, I let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I-
1: Mm -hmm. See that's why you. When I say you are the standard, you are the standard for real talk. Oh, thank you. See why? Because I do the same thing. And like I said, immediately, like I planned my shows back in November for the first quarter. Uh, Immediate uh response.
3: Yeah. I was like,
1: Uh okay, Lord, okay, this is what you want me to do for real. Yeah. (laughs) And when I talk to them, they're so encouraging. Yeah. And they're excited to do real talk with Tanya White. You would think I was Gail King or somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true.
6: It's true. You know what I think right. people that we find that we're connecting with easily are really the authentic people.
1: Yeah. You know?
6: They're authentic and that's what people in any industry, ministry, service, product, whatever, they're looking for authenticity. And people that, they know that, you know, the people that we're dealing with just want to connect with people. And so that's why it's right. so easy. So mm-hmm. I certainly have enjoyed your shows and your guests and your hosts that you have. Y'all are awesome. Bless you. Yeah. Thank
1: you, thank you so awesome. much. So that- Leave us with one thing is about women in ministry or women in general. Mm. That you want to encourage the Real Talk audience with, with your. You leave, and you, I hope you can stay in chat. You
6: do Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I would say, and I posted this on my, my on my Facebook yesterday, the universe is big enough for all of us to get ours. Mm-hmm. So I think all a lot right. of times with women, in particular, we we may feel, oh, well, that's supposed to get that, and this supposed to get. When am I going to get my? You know what? It's big enough. God is big enough. it the whole universe is big enough for all of us to get our blessings. So, you know what? Let's all just yeah. go ahead and get ours.
1: Let's go That's ahead right. and get our yeah. And when we go after we got to be prepared. We yeah. never have to have our stuff tight like Miss Charvette Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> thank <laughs> you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Please Head listen to, your to her show on <laughs> Tuesdays at 6 p.m. You will be blessed. You will learn, as she says, you will be ignited, influenced, and motivated. Thank you so much, Miss Charvette.
2: It, it has been my well. pleasure.
1: Thank you for your co-host thank also. Thank you, Okay, thank you, Charvette. Okay, thank you. Uh, we're to what a out,
4: beautiful
1: edit. sister! Yes, awesome. I tell you, she is the standard for real talk with Tanya White. Everything real talk does, I look and I watch, observe, and I even reach out, and ask her questions. I'm, I'm one who I will ask in a minute. I'm not That's right. We hunt <laughs> from one another. None of us <laughs> know everything.
5: That's yes. what this
1: is all about. It is yes. about yes. reaching out,
5: helping, because as we reach out and we help, and we grow. So does the boundaries of the kingdom.
1: Isn't that right? That is so true. And that's mm-hmm. what ministry is, is not being in the church. It's about what your mission is in a life. And so when, like it goes back to Dr. B says, you got to understand that you've been called, whatever you've been called to do, maybe you've just been called to be a teacher, or maybe you've just been called to open a business. That is your mm-hmm. mission and your ministry. So do it with fervency. Ladies, right. I want you to give your contact information as before we go to another break and get ready for our third guest, Reverend Cassandra Gray. So uh, Dr. B can you uh give your contact information? And your I can book. Be, yeah, yeah, mention your book too.
5: I can be reached. My website is www.lindabeed.com. bead. That's B E E D dot com. And uh you can reach me by email at Linda on Assignment. At yahoo.com.
1: I like that, Linda. Mm-hmm. On assignment. She is on assignment. Yes, she is on assignment. Well, okay. Well, I uh,
2: my website is will be up tomorrow. The so domain change, but I'm going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. It is because I'm handling my business, y'all. That's right. <laughs> this is my second website, but this is my personal. But it will be my first name, which is spelled S Y V O S. K I A B R A Y dot org. O R G. My um email address will be again my first name, S Y V O S K I A at Bell South dot net.
1: Okay. Please email up. me. Yeah, I'm putting it up uh-huh. in the chat to Vasquia. Uh, okay, great. Vasquia. What is the Bray. email Bray? Dot at bell? Org. Oh, no, the email
2: at bell Stavarskia at BellSouth.net.
1: Yes, and she will respond, ladies. Uh, and you also mentioned
2: Win. Yes, uh, the Women's Evangelical Network. Actually, there's a link on uh, my website, so you'll be able to link right into WIN, But It's a global uh, networking ministry. I've been working with it since 2005, where we have connected with uh, women in business and ministry and just empowering each other to grow closer uh, in their walk with Christ and just to, to complete that, that vision, that dream, that destiny uh, that God's calling to you to. And also my book out there, It's In You, uh, everything we talked about today, it's in you. Mm-hmm. It's already in you, and it's 12 Power Principles uh, that will help you to become the woman that God calls you to be. You can order that directly uh, off the website.
1: Amen, huh. and we like to say hello to everyone in the chat. Our chat is really uh, wonderful mm-hmm. tonight. Air Lifestyle Virtue for me, she is a loyal listener. I love you, Virtue for me, uh, yes. Sister Gail, uh, Linda B, Doctor Linda B, yes, and mm-hmm. we have a lot of guests. We have a lot of people mm-hmm. online just listening. If you just join, Real we'll Talk with Tanya White, we're talking about women in ministry, the men, the miss the misunderstandings. And it has been a powerful show. Tuesday we talked about women in music ministry. So if you missed that show, we had Martha Manizzi on there. She ministered to us. LaShawn Pay sang and prayed for men and women in ministry. You need to listen to that. Mm-hmm. And then Sherry Addison, she gave us a little rendition of One More Sunny Day. And, ladies, we've all said the same thing. You have to know that you've been called because you're going uh, to have distractions. You're going to have doubt. I know I battle depression sometimes, but when you yeah. remember what God has called you to do and who he is, mm-hmm. woo, right. I don't know about y'all, but you I know I can make it just one more day. One and more you day. can. And you know what? You can't you can't let anyone
2: hinder you from making those kingdom connections. Yes. Because yes. God will, will strategically, and I talk about that in my book, give you those kingdom connections that will help push you forward. Mm-hmm. It wasn't only women that I connected with, but there were males, um, spiritual men that is, that I connected with that encouraged me mm-hmm. and empowered me. Yeah. And and just, you know, let me know, girl, you can do
1: this. You, you know, do what that. That's
3: know
2: what I'm saying? I want to know let know. You can do it. You got it like that.
1: Yeah, you know and you can do and you can do that when you remember so many things about the Lord. But we have our third guest on the line. We're gonna bring her on just after this song, y'all. I love music, and every song tonight encouraged me when I first began my walk in the Lord. So we're gonna listen to when, whatever you do. If you you you're downtrodden, you're losing your faith. You gotta remember that your Redeemer lives, and when you remember that, Lord have mercy. You can make it and fight on. So listen to this, and then we're going to get set for uh, Reverend Cassandra Gray in just a moment. ready to give up, you got to remember that your redeemer lives if God is for you romans eight thirty one kept me many a days and nights, then who can be against you if you just joined us, we're talking about women in ministry, the myths, the men, the misunderstandings. It has been a powerful show, and we're just gonna cap it off. You know how we do a real talk, we bring' them in threes, father, son and Holy Ghost, if you didn't know that's what, what we do here, but my co-host Savatsky Bray and Dr. Linda Bede, and we have uh, none other than Reverend Cassandra Gray on the line. She is from Shelbyville, Kentucky. And when I first saw this sister, it was early in my call, but I saw her in in Shelbyville at a church, and I can't even remember the sermon, but I I connected with her because she was authentic and real and transparent, and that's what we need to be as ministers, as women in ministry. And so I want to welcome her. I hope it's not her last time, but this is her first time at Real Talk with Tanya White. Hello, Reverend Gray, how are you? Hello, hello, how are you? I am fine tonight. We are honored that you came on Real Talk with Tanya White to talk about women Uh in ministry. Hello, Reverend Gray.
4: Hello, praise the Lord. Hello, how are you all? Hello, welcome. Great. Great women of
2: God, great women of God doing mighty things in the kingdom
1: yes yes so we want you to tell us who you are before you get because i know you got some fire up there and you are feel free to roam and let the lord use you whatever way you want to tonight so tell us who you are in your own words
2: well my name is minister cassandra gray and i am from shelbyville kentucky and i am so excited to be able to share with you all on today and to be able to just lift up the name of jesus christ um i'm just so excited, just to be able to to allow him, just to use me, and just to just let him just take my life and just however he he desires. That's, I mean, that's pretty much what the the life of, and call of a minister is all about: is just being a disciple and being open to the Father and open to the Son and allowing them to mold and and motivate your life. And that's what my life has been about: just allowing him to mold and motivate and allowing him to shine you know, in the midst of, of, of darkness. And I'm just so excited to be able to be a part of his kingdom and that he has chosen me as one of his daughters and to be one of his vessels to carry his word. And so that's a little bit about me. I have a, a counseling center in Shelbyville uh, from a passion um, from childhood and, and just dealing with uh, some, some of my friends and family um, in addictions and, um, we're running an outpatient substance abuse counseling center there. And part of my ministry and part of my call is ministering to the broken. Um, at this moment, serving, uh, lots of people within the Shelby County and Jefferson County area. And just so excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. I guess five years ago, we've been able to, to break off, and our ministry is a little different. Um, utilizing and and working with men who batter and actually working with domestic violence and Mm. we get a chance to minister to the actual, the perpetrator of violence and Mm. being able to minister to their souls and to their spirits and helping to restore them and helping to restore families that are going to come back together and if, Mm. if they're not coming back together to be able to accept you know, moving on and, and accepting um, the change in their lives. So I'm excited with all the different things that God is allowing me to uh, to do uh, in, in order to further his kingdom and to take all those on with me and, and allow that change to happen in their lives.
1: Amen. Now you and your my, husband, my, uh, Pastor Callan Gray, y'all minister together. How do you balance the ministry and then ministering to each other? Because a lot of women in ministry are married to ministers or are not married to ministers and struggle with balance. How do you do that?
2: Well, my first ministry is to my home. Okay. And I think, if Uh if anything, that's that's the number one thing. God has called me and graced me to to be able to speak to the kingdom. But I'm also a wife and a mother. Uh And so my ministry first is to my home and then you know from home I you know you broaden out from there um but number one goal is it, you know is making sure that there's harmony in the home and yeah. and that's part of of my role and i think the the, the way that i've uh, been able to uh to help with that balance is keeping that mindful first mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know my first duty is to my to my my family to my home to my god who charges me to to make sure that my home is 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 safe, and my home is a place of 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 rest. And um, I, you know, I don't want my husband laying his head in the lap. I know that. So I,
1: know. I need to
2: make sure that I posture myself to be available to him. Um, you know, and all the travels that they have, they're they're uh, you know, they're, they're they see so many women and are you know around so many people, so. I need to make sure that I'm on my toes and I'll point at home first,
1: and then I go forth from there.
2: There
1: you go. And yeah. you're right about it. That's right. So, it's uh, real talk, y'all. It's real talk. to your home first. First. Uh, first Look, before. go back to handle your business. That's right. Yeah, that's
2: right. And when you, when you think of it in those terms, you know, it's like there's no competition. You mm-hmm. know, and a lot of times when there's ministering couples, You know, one person wants to be in competition with the other, but there is no competition because we're both carrying the gospel. So we don't have to compete for that. God has called us uniquely in in our calling. And so we don't have to compete or I don't have to compare. So because of that, I'm allowed to be able to be, you know, myself and then also be available to my husband. And if, if I can't minister to my man, you know who am I?
1: Else, else am I going to minister to? That's you right. know. <laughs> You know you can't affect us and right minister now, to Nobody else.
6: And that's, that's Reverend,
1: right, Reverend you Cassandra can't... Gray. Let me tell you something. You can be real on real talk with your White. Okay, okay, okay. I real. Real. Don't hold nothing back. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you no, can be that's... Cassandra Gray. Okay.
2: But <laughs> that's what not... you think. Do you think a lot, and I, I love what you said, um, Minister Gray, that a lot of women, it's not even on your list, Tanya, but yeah. a lot of women who have been called into the ministry that were married and no longer married, and I know there's different situations, but do you think part of that may have been the balancing of perhaps not? Taking to put the husband first before the ministry, how would you address that? I just think you know first of all God called me mm-hmm. that's you know that's the first thing He called me, and the calling you know unto him is making sure that my home is covered and mm-hmm. and so in understanding that that just helps me to be a, before I decide on taking you know, going somewhere and ministering, you know, that, those are those are God assignments. So um I have to make sure I fulfilled my first assignment before mm-hmm. I can be given my second assignment. So and so I look at those in, in terms of assignments. And so in, mm-hmm. in trying to decide how I'm gonna do or what I'm gonna do. and I have to look at it in those terms. My first assignment's home is home covered. Does does my boo have something to eat? Mm-hmm. my kids all right they they got their transportation of where they're going to go all right then mm-hmm. if those things are worked out then yeah I, i'm released and then i talk with him about it you know and we we go from there um right. the other thing is is you know making sure that there is no competition and i, I think the competition piece comes in and I, I think it has something to do with you know a, i call it a, a rebellious type of spirit um mm-hmm. because that doesn't come from the will of god you know, as far as being in in rebellion, so um that comp- the the competitive spirit uh that is that's not coming from him as it relates to doing his assignments no. right you see what I'm right. saying there really is no yeah. no place, and I think yeah. as women as you know we talk about empowering women, the greatest thing that we can do is empowering women to have their voice to find their, their place in god
6: first, yes,
2: mhm. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. if I find my place in God first, not looking for to preach, not looking for somebody to invite me, not looking for you know, but I gotta I gotta be able to be grounded in God first. That's right. That's and right. when I'm ga- grounded in God first, then you know I, I can be reading my Bible and the Holy Spirit will say, I want you studying the Book of Judges. This just happened, and looking sure. through the Book of Judges, and then we go to a, an assignment and what's the study on judges mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but if I'm busy mm-hmm. trying to get out there and get my next where I'm going to preach next or who I'm going to be with yeah. next I will miss God in the word that he has prepared mm-hmm. for whoever you know so a lot of that is just making sure that we're in
1: tune with our maker
2: and being grounded right. in him first that's, yeah.
1: that's you said something so key you got to be in tune with God because truth be told ladies you're not going to get the, uh, a lot of uh, a preaching engagements like you think you should but when uh-huh. you let that go, you say, "Lord, I'm still doing what you called me to do. Yes, yes, and I'm still yes. pleasing in your eyes. Yes, yeah. All that other junk, and like you said, you're, you're grounded in Him. And when you ground it, when you plant it on firm ground, then you can rise straight up, ladies. Yes, got to yes. planted in Him. And yes. I
5: really love what you said, Reverend Gray. I really love what you said and that you take care of your home first. We understand mm-hmm. that that God is not the author of confusion.
2: That's and right. When
5: we know that we know that we have been called. Then we know that he is not going to call us and allow us to have a home that's torn apart. So it goes back to that piece that we talked about earlier. You have to be totally connected to God. You have yes, to be right. him. And we can't put our focus on. Are we going to get that engagement? Are we going to be no speaker? But Lord, what would you have me do in order? In in order. And that's Uh what makes you powerful in that ministry is being in alignment with His will. That's it.
2: In alignment. That's it. A lot of women get out of alignment, and when they get out of the alignment of the way that it's supposed to work by putting the home first, then that's when the enemy. (laughs) right because it's easy to get caught up you know it's real easy to get caught up because everyone is oh you know you preach oh and my life has been changed and oh you know and you hear that so much and so you have to put that in perspective you know now the 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 day that you say the day in in my mind the day that i say oh well thank you girl that's the day that i've gotten into trouble
1: yeah. yeah. Because
2: that's really not about me. See, my whole goal is not even for them to see me. Mm-hmm. All, my whole goal is, okay, yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Give glory to God. Now, what did that word do to your heart, and what are you going to do with it? Yeah. And, you know, when you go to prayer, what is what are you and God going to do now? You yeah. know, right. and so we have to, even with the people, we have to show them because uh, I've had people say, "Oh no, I know it's all about God, but girl, you're really late. It no, you don't understand. This is really not about me. This is about Him. And the day that I say, "Thank you, girl, thank you, girl," is the day that I just,
6: yeah, I just and bought, I just bought
2: the enemy's lie. Mm-hmm, uh,
4: and yeah.
2: people mess you up, they will pump you up. Yes, and I'm like, no. Lord, keep yeah. me humble. So they they for a
1: good good question. I got and uh, we, y'all all can take a turn. Cause of uh, you talking about the accolades of men. Cause some when you're not grounded, goes back to not grounded, uh, being grounded in the Lord, you mm-hmm. will buy into those accolades instead of getting a fresh anointing. And some people don't uh, really commune with God to get that fresh word, to get that fresh outlook on what He has to do. So how can one do that? Somebody who has gotten caught up. Because when you get caught up, you're going to quickly come back down. It, it's just a universal law. So That's how true. can you um, minister to somebody who has gotten caught up and you they're trying to find their way back to, first of all, God?
2: I uh, always say just, I'm sorry, I always say just remember your first love. Mm-hmm. My first mm-hmm. love is God. I fell in love with God. I mean I mean everything about me love from the top of my head to the tip of my toes loves me from God and I want him to be pleased with me. So yes. I would say, baby, let's fall in love with God. What do we what what's the word yes. that needs to to get to your soul and your spirit to help you to reconnect with God?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
5: that is so good because it always begins with that relationship with God. Yes, we are human, we do have human failings,
3: and we yes. have
5: failed. But what the first thing we have to understand is after that failing, once we humble ourselves
3: mm-hmm. and, and we
5: allow ourselves to see who we are, God knew we were going to stumble before we even fail.
2: That's right, that's but right. We,
5: as people, become a detriment to the fallen servant. Yes.
3: You yes. know, when we
5: fall, God doesn't throw us away. His plan for our life does not change. But what makes it a struggle for the Mm -hmm. fallen servant is that we will throw them away. They have fallen. There is no one, 10, 12-step program where that leader can go, where that servant can go and be restored. We will put our mouth on them. Girl, you know I knew he Mm. wasn't doing right in the first place. You know she was like that. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. my step. That is not yeah. our place.
6: That mm-hmm. is not That's our right. place.
5: We need to be able to give leaders a place where they can be, whether it be a face to face conversation, whether right. it be a telephone prayer, but to give them a place of security where they can say, I fail, I did this, I'm yeah. struggling with this. And yeah. when we right. join our faith with theirs to help them come out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So how do you yeah. how do you address the person who has fallen, who is, they know they're doing wrong, but there's no humility in borderline arrogance, well, which is a detriment to the kingdom. I know we pray for them, but should there yeah. come a point as uh, leaders, ministers of the gospel, that we should talk to them one-on-one?
5: First of all, you have to know that you're the one who's supposed to talk to them.
2: Like everyone
5: yeah. has an opinion, but did God call you to talk to them? That's okay. right. That's right. And it's, it's like knowing our calling. It's also about That's knowing right. our place and knowing our bounds mm-hmm. and our authority. But if yeah. you have not been called, maybe you think you have, but you're not mm-hmm. really clear, then you uh-huh. have yourself before the Lord. If you can't do anything else,
1: bless mm-hmm. them right. in the
5: name of Jesus. Okay. That's
2: right. Okay. Okay. That's right. I agree. I agree. You've got to recognize that that's your assignment. Who is it that God has assigned you to? Mm-hmm. If this brother or sister is who you've been assigned to, then you support them and then you teach others. We teach people at our church. We, we, we really focus on that, on how to be builders of the kingdom. Okay. You know we we have to be builders of the kingdom and and builders never look there's not a person that's that's in our lives that we can't look to see the potential. You know and that right. and that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to look okay now I see everything else. I see what's on the surface because a lot of things that we we're usually major on will be the surface things. If they're angry, or if they, you know, we see that they're carrying a spirit of 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 anger or bitterness. Mm-hmm. So we'll focus on that, and that repels us. But that is a spirit. Mm-hmm. And as leaders, God has given us the authority and the ability to 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 loose those spirits and bind the the power of God upon them. And so, a part of our job or of our assignment is first to find out who God has knitted you with. In the kingdom, mm-hmm. there, you know, that there is someone for everybody, and as mm-hmm. as leaders, we have to avail ourselves and let people know. No, you can trust me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not. You're not gonna come talk to me and hear your business all over, you know, Louisville mm-hmm. or Shelbyville tomorrow. No, when you come in That's here, fine. this is between you and me, and this is about restoration and and allowing people to have that place to be able to come mm-hmm. to. That's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. I think those of us that are getting older in the ministry too, I think it's it's there comes a point where we have to decide that we're going to be spiritual mentors and be coaches yes. and, and come alongside that, you know, and, and to uh to cover, to learn how to effectively cover other ministries without having that take over spirit, but being able to cover effectively and that's important too.
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, Totally, and we've been saying this all throughout the show, assignment, assignment. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of you all define that because somebody does not know what that means. I've been living in an assignment. I, I totally know what you mm-hmm. mean, but it is to be effective, you have to know your assignment. So does yeah. Dr. B. Savosky, uh Minister yeah. Gray. And,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and
5: knowing your assignment, God has given us giftings. Mm-hmm. He has a plan for each of our lives mm-hmm. before we get yeah. here. But what you also have to understand is that there are seasons yes, for the right. giftings that, that we have. Uh, mm-hmm. My my major my major gifting is teaching. I am a teacher. I can't mm-hmm. turn it off. It's in me. Mhm. But there are different levels of it and there are diff- different times for it.
3: Mm-hmm. So
5: as a teacher, I thought I would just be a Sunday school teacher. And that was fine with me. It was me and the kids and we could work it out.
6: But Uh it was
5: shortly after I hit that classroom that I realized I could not effectively minister to those children without ministering to the parents.
3: And I was thinking,
5: Lord, redeem me now. But yeah. it's yeah. part of the assignment. So what you also have to recognize is that along with that gifting, along with that, that assignment for that period of time, you have to grow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have to grow yeah. in your relationship with God. You have to grow in mm-hmm. your prayer time. You have to grow in your patience. You have to grow because you're going to have mm-hmm. to be able to handle what comes through that door. Yes. Yes. That's wonderful. There was I agree. There were so many people who were fearful that I was going to have Mm -hmm. a pulpit ministry because we don't need a woman in the pulpit. Y'all know that, but that's a whole (laughs) other thing. (laughs) But what I realized was that he did call me to minister the word Mm -hmm. through writing.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And
5: so when I began to write, I thought, Lord, what do you want the people to know? Now, when I struck out on my own, I had some crazy stuff going on. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. But when I put myself before him, I said, Lord, show me what you want the people to know mm-hmm. through this. It would right. flow. It would just flow. That was another season. Thank Lord. you, Lord. You allowed assignment. me to teach the children. You mm-hmm. showed yeah. me how you wanted me to minister to the parents. You allowed me to write. I'm right. thinking this is just fine and wonderful. Well, no,
1: it That's another myth I have on. When people yeah. believe when I sent my call that my life is gonna be drama free, free of chaos and pain. It's a myth, ladies and gentlemen. It's a myth. It's it a myth. is a
5: myth because yes. the more he gives you Yes uh-huh. the stronger you're gonna to have to become.
6: Yes. And your strength
5: right. doesn't come from you. It's gonna become upon uh-huh. you. it is based upon your dependence upon him. We can't yes. do anything by ourselves.
2: Yeah. Right, right. and
5: go forth in his power and in his name. Right. You so don't want to go on, young. <laughs> no.
2: fall flat on your own. No. You face. know, we can't
1: because we no, mess it don't. up every time. Yes.
2: That's
1: right. That's yeah. right. So, so when I think about what God has called uniquely called you to do, yeah. and your assignment changes season by season. So once right. some people think, okay, the Lord has just called me to teach. I know I struggle with this. But yeah. when he told me to let go of my Sunday school test, he, want, he wanted me to teach on a broader scale. I was like, well, I That's thought it. you
2: said, Lord, I was a Sunday
1: yeah. school yeah. teacher. Yeah, but, but he had to show me, yes, you're going to still teach, but I need you yeah. to teach in another environment. Go ahead. So yeah. we, and, and I understand what you're saying, Taryn. Mine was always leadership. Mm-hmm.
2: I was called to leadership. I would get put in leadership positions. I didn't even ask for them. Mm-hmm. But I always, I was I would always end up with a team,
1: mm-hmm. somehow. <laughs> yeah. And I,
2: uh, and I found out at, at, on a greater level now what all that leadership preparation was, because it takes leadership to lead a flock. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so it was a preparation, and, and the assignment came in different seasons, and you know, much is given, much is required, and you know, I grew through levels of leadership in each level came with a different anointing,
6: exactly. going
2: up higher and being able to to do it God's way and not my way and trusting God that I could do it, you know. So that assignment, you're right, it comes through many seasons, and sometimes it comes through a season.
5: And you said right. something very key, trusting him. Because yeah. we think, all right, Lord, I fought this for a little while. Okay, I hear you, and we're going to go out. God has a way of giving you a ministry that will make you look like you are absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when
2: it's bigger than you. <laughs> it's bigger than you. He,
5: We're looking to follow on somebody else's path, but God is saying, I called you to be the trailblazer coming behind what I'm going to do, so now yeah. just do
1: it. People yeah. are looking at you like you have lost your mind. And maybe we've come to the end of Buck, Reverend Gray. On that note, because I know you and okay. Shelbyville, if no nobody who lives in Louisville, they you know what i Shelbyville is a very small town. And right. your ministry is one that is thriving locally, regionally, and nationally. People know you. How did you and your husband, you know, uh, really get in tune with God and stay where he wanted you to stay and do what he called you to do?
2: Well, again, you got to understand your assignment.
1: Okay.
2: Um, we, our Part of our assignment was to New Mount Zion Baptist Church in Shelbyville. I, was, I started as the worship leader and just worshiping, you know, God and just falling in love with him and then teaching others to do that. And then God called me to go out and to speak. I never, you know, called myself a minister. I, thought, I always thought, well, I'm just a disciple of the Lord, and I would go out and just do, you know, and speak and do whatever God would have me to do. And then he had me to do the counseling ministry to, to be able to be a helper unto people. And, and from that, we've branched into, you know, going out and, and speaking and, and sharing the gospel and helping others establish counseling ministries within the body of Christ, making sure that there's healing and, and help and, and, and you know, for, for the body and that people understand. That, you know, you don't have to have this great big, you did not have to start big. You don't know, you have to start with this big name. You don't have to be a, a big-name person to be a big player for God. That you can start just right where you are, right in the projects of Shelbyville, just singing and 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 lifting up Christ, and let your life be a light. You know, or just in the heart of your church, being a worship leader and giving your all to God. And, you know, from each one of those, from level to level, he'll he'll start he'll start exalting and moving you forward and helping you to be able to to, to move forward in in the season that is supposed to come in. And, and that's what I love about God, cause, you know, I yeah. we go out and we teach and we preach and we, we go all over. You know, I think we have something coming up. We're going to be with uh, 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 Jackie McCullough coming up in May, and just some of the other names. Of, and yeah, I'm excited about that. That's a, that's a blessing. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah. But it's really about God. Yes. You know, and so when you when you keep it there, when you keep it right there, and keep it real right there, and understand that that's yes. what it's about. You can, you can do anything. God says, I've called you to take the kingdom. So that's our assignment. Our assignment is to take the kingdom and make sure that there's none lost, that everybody knows the cause of Jesus Christ and that he lives and that there's redemption mm-hmm. available for them. And when you look at it in those terms, my job is to take the kingdom. So I start off in a block, you know, and then I might take a city, you know, mm-hmm. and then I have me take a state, mm-hmm. then I'm ready, you know, but you hear me, you know, you just move forward and God graces you.
1: To go forth. All right, ladies, we are down to the end of the show. This has been phenomenal, and what I want you all to do, thank everyone in the chat for tuning in. I know you have been those who are going to listen to the archives. Uh, I want you all to, first of all, give your contact information and then close with one quick point, what you want to encourage. Let's encourage the women, leaders, preachers, pastors, teachers, because we as women need that encouragement uh, because there are so many men myths and misunderstandings that block us and we don't need to be blocked. We need to do what God has called us to do. Savaskia, Pastor uh-huh. Savaskia, let's start with Sure,
2: you. sure. I, I'll just, you know, say that women, God has called you to unleash that power uh that would that is within you. Uh there's something greater in you that God wants to come out. And we just want you to get on fire uh, for the Lord and know that God is ready to do a new thing inside of you yes. thing. and a hope thing. you will feel yes. uh, with what yes. has been shared with you this 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 day and play the tape again
1: yeah yes. you
2: miss something
1: yeah and just be get get in
2: position and get ready to birth and get yes. ready to release
1: amen dr bead seattle Washington. thank you so
5: much I want to thank you, Tanya, for being bold enough to put this conversation on air. Good. It is a subject that we mm-hmm. need to speak about, mm-hmm. that women I... need to be encouraged about. And if I could leave anything with uh, the women who are in ministry, what I would say to you is this, is stop looking for men or society yes. to certify who you are yes. and lift up your head and walk in the authority that God yes. has already vested in yes. you. Yes,
1: mm. yes, yes. My goodness, and mm-hmm. Pastor, I was say Pastor Gray, Minister Gray.
2: Um, I would say the same that you don't have to wait to be affirmed by anyone in order to move for God and then it don't look for it doesn't have to be a great big thing that you have to do just start right where you are and and God will grace you let God grow you i think some of us have tried to grow up too fast but just let God grow you let him affirm you don't fight over a pulpit you got the whole kingdom to minister to so don't worry about if they don't let you preach on the second sunday you got the whole kingdom. You know, we, can, we minister every day with our lives and do that. Definitely do that. Um, and my contacts, um, you can reach me at uh, Creative Spirits Ministries, www.creativespiritsministries.com. Um, you can reach me there, or you can reach me at C Gray at Creative Spirits or you can reach me at five zero two six three three five zero five four Creative Spirits Ministries in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And I have enjoyed. Thank you, Tanya. To the other guests, God bless you. Godspeed. I have enjoyed talking and sharing the gospel with you guys this this evening.
1: We I Thanks. enjoy every one of you, and I hope to have you back. Uh, but yeah. before you leave, uh, Mr. Gray, I keep going to call you Pastor. But uh, I would love for you to pray us out of here. Join us next Thursday at six PM. We're talking about uh, women in literary world who's shaking up the literary world. Sunday yeah. we're going to have a bonus show. Hassani Pettiford is back. He's going to talk about his new book, "Why We Hate Black Women and Why We Should Love Them." Uh, that's going to air at seven thirty, I believe. But Minister Gray, if I, I want to leave uh, with people, don't limit yourself in ministry. Do not yeah. limit yeah. yourself. Yeah. When God gives you something big; He's going to give you big strength big money, mm-hmm. and big people surrounding you to fulfill yes, the yeah. assignment on your life. Minister yes, Grace, yes. can you pray us out of here, please?
2: Yes. Father, we thank you for this day. God, this is a day that you have made. And everything that has unfolded, Father God, has been ordained for you god right now i lift up the women that are listening god to this word father i just pray god that you would god right now just invigorate their spirits father god and and god the things that you have placed inside them since the beginning of time god that you would ignite and help them to feel your presence father god and your authority father god your blessings that you have For each of us, I thank you for each woman that has been on this air today. I pray for their ministries, Father God. I pray that you would open doors, Father God, that may have seemed closed, God. Give open doors, Father God, to them. God, the finances and the the resources that are needed, Father God, right now, we just pray them forth right now. In the name of Jesus, we claim all the things that you have for us, the blessings, the liberty, Father God, the deliverance, the healing, everything that you proclaim for us.
1: We grab it right
2: now in the spirit. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Minister Gray. I will follow up with you later. You have been a blessing, and I thank hope you back soon, Sister.
2: All right. God bless.
1: God bless you. Bye bye. Everyone on the show has been phenomenal. We are down to ninety seconds. Uh, just do what God has called you to do, and we're going to leave what we started with. It's a battlefield. You're on the battlefield, women, sisters, men. This is a battlefield for the Lord. And do it, stand boldly, fight on, join us Sunday for another powerful show. If you can't join us Sunday, join us Thursday. I love you guys for everyone who's in the chat, and I'll see you next time.
0: Listen, I'm a soul.